Hello. Welcome to the 49th episode of the Cars Cast Movie Cast. Uh, I'm here as always with my co-host Jeff. And uh, Jeff, real quick, uh, do ants sleep? <laughs> Probably, yeah. I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> so, I mean, I think you're just talking to the wrong ants. Uh, we'll go with a different trivia question for today. Um, what are What war was the setting of the TV show uh mash that would be the korean war yeah okay good for jeff i've seen an episode of mash before okay cool um just one though well we have jeff here today as usual um and we also have a guest today which is uh both jeff and i's friend um it'd be really funny if it was just my friend nick who (laughs) nick who are you better friends with uh, I'm not gonna answer that question. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Carson's roommate right now, and Jeff yes. and I were on an intramural basketball team, so I think so. That... It balances itself <laughs> exactly, out. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's pretty. I mean, and like I was the second lowest point scorer on this team. Yes. Who was we... the lowest? Brandon. <laughs> we were just talking about this yesterday. How if I were closer friends with you guys at that time, I would have been on that team, and I would have been the lowest point scorer. So. Yeah, That's... you had, you would have had some competition though. Yeah, with Jeff. <laughs> with Jeff. <laughs> yeah, with with me and Brandon. Of all sports, that is I, the sport I'm worst dude, at. I scored seven of our team's first fifteen points in the first game, and it looked like I was gonna like the star player. And then and then I scored, I think, nine points across the final five games. Yeah, well, it was a slow season. <laughs> Anyways, we have our friend Nick here today. Nick, uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Say anything about yourself? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I uh, am also a film student, much like Carson and Jeff, and uh, and yeah, that's about it. I, I'm no more qualified Honestly, to talk about movies. Than the rest yeah, of we, we really go for diversity on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, anyways, uh, there's a, there's so much to talk about that I want to get into before today's movie. Jeff, you didn't watch the Oscars, did you? No, I didn't. No. All right. Do you know anything about what happened at the Oscars? I know like half of the thing. <laughs> this yeah. is we're we're coming full circle because our very first episode was the ep- was the week after the Oscars. This Which, is the week after the Oscars. It's also this funny that we released a podcast. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we but we also released a podcast for like last week on Monday. Yeah. So it was right after the Oscars, mm-hmm. but we did not talk about them at all because we recorded before that, and we did not mention that. So people were just like, why are they releasing a Bling Ring podcast <laughs> <laughs> Yep, right after the Oscars? Um, but yeah, I, I don't really actually have that much to say about them, other than it was a good show. Usually, they're not that good. Usually, I end up exhausted and tired by the end of the night, and I was like, exil- well, <laughs> I was exhilarated by the end of this night but i was more just like kind of wanting to go to bed that was like the awards you had though a, it, it, it yeah, was you had a bet though as well like that yeah it more exciting. <laughs> how did you know about the bet did i tell you about the bet i watched your no i watched oh, your you Instagram watched the, live stream yeah. for like eight minutes mm-hmm. so yeah we had a bet going on that if i got 
uh, less than 75% of my guesses right, I had to pay for both Nick and Jaxie's dinners. Mm-hmm. And Which we, we chose to be a very fancy restaurant yeah. that we couldn't get into. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be going there eventually. Um, but yeah, I lost by, I think, two awards, right? Yeah. yeah. Best two. Picture was one of them, and it was the animated uh, awards that really screwed me over. I guessed Missing Link like a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe. All right, all right, yeah, right. yeah. I should have put my money on Toy Story, but um, yeah, the Oscars were good. What did you think of the Oscars? Because we watched them together. Yeah, we both got. We yeah, we we had a good time. We had a good time. <laughs> um, I think that next year they need a host. Yeah. Because my least favorite part of the Oscars was everything that happened in between the awards. Uh-huh. But the awards definitely made up for last year. Yeah. Yeah, it went by really fast, in my opinion. Yeah, or maybe that's like just it because. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking looking back at it, I started watching them in a grocery store on my phone while we were getting snacks, and it. I mm-hmm. guess it did go on for a pretty long time. But mm-hmm. so, Nick, who do you think should host it, though? That's a good question. I have no idea. Just not James. Just Gordon. not Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> just not. I like Ricky. I liked Richie, Ricky Gervais, um, but he just started doubling down on like the awful jokes yeah. <laughs> so. right yeah he his whole bit is now like if you don't like me then don't listen to me and unsubscribe yeah. from my twitter yeah. yeah which you think that there might be like an eventual like just exponential loss in all of the people who follow him on twitter since he tells everyone not to follow him. <laughs> yeah it's a really bold be funny. bit <laughs> yeah um yeah i agree but what else happened? Wes, or not Wes, <laughs> Jeff, did you see the new uh, Wes Anderson trailer that dropped this morning? I Yeah, I did. Okay. I just watched it on my phone like a couple hours ago. Yeah, we were all talking about it. I feel like we've talked about Wes Anderson so much on this podcast, I felt like it was a topical thing to bring up. But uh, yeah. what do you think so far? It reminds me a little bit of Life Aquatic. From Well, it reminds me of all yeah. his films, to be honest. But it, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. All of his films do remind me of all of his other films. <laughs> this one just seems so big. And, like, uh, someone right, put it yeah. really nicely on Twitter where they said, this is, like, every Wes Anderson movie coming together, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's kind of It's like, you know what the budget is of this film. No, but I can imagine it's pretty big. And a lot of it went to the talent. <laughs> Dude, the te- yeah. yeah, the the cast is stacked. Because they're, they're flexing like they usually do with the one person... Uh, like they they just name them all off and then there's this yeah. one screen where they just pop up a bunch of names yeah. that includes and you're like, like oh, those are Waltz. still like a list yeah and Willem Dafoe and like it's gonna be really good it just looks like a a big film so I'm excited um, I'm we, excited because it feels it like just from the trailer it looks like a little different than the rest of his films yeah and it, we watched, it feels a little yeah we watched Grand Budapest last yeah. night in anticipation and we were just in the mood. Uh, double feature of Grand Budapest and Honey Boy does not mix <laughs> as well as you would think it does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it was it was pretty great. Yeah, like you said, like Grand Budapest kind of feels beat for beat, like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we were just talking about this. Uh, Grand Budapest and Mr. Fox are not that different. They're pretty similar, at least tonally, and the score is pretty um, much the same. Story-wise, it's I, a lot more complex, I will agree. Yeah, I haven't watched Mr. Fox in probably, like, five years. Okay. Well, 
Next I, I, podcast. It's not, not ever. <laughs> we are literally watching it for the next podcast. Because really? for our 50th episode, we're doing a double feature of both Jeff and I's favorite movies. So, Ishtar? Our favorite Wes Anderson Wes Anderson movies. movies. Oh, no, yeah. we've done Ishtar, Aquatic. so we're doing we, Life Aquatic. Yeah. Yeah. We've already done Synecdoche, New York, and Ishtar, so now we're just going to do our second favorite movies, I guess. But, yeah. I would say that, that it's my favorite movie and that Ishtar is my second favorite movie. Okay. Well, then I'd say the same about... Only because I, f- <laughs> I feel like it's weird to say Ishtar is my favorite movie because it feels like I'm trying too hard <laughs> <laughs> to have like a favorite movie that everyone thinks is bad. Yeah. Well... Nick, what is your favorite movie? Let's get a third opinion in here. I don't know, man. I think... You're a big... Um, you like Nolan a lot. I love Nolan. I think Nolan wanted, made me want to go to film school. And then when I was in film school, I learned about foreign films. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you really like Yee Yee. You were the Yee-Yee. one that told me to check out Yee Yee. Yee Yee. And Kurosawa. Yep. So. There's some good stuff there. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I... Okay, in terms of foreign films, there's one that just came out that we are for sure going to do on this podcast at some point. Which one is it? And it? It's a Korean film called Secret Zoo. I saw you tweet about it. That <laughs> that movie looks like ass. <laughs> <laughs> but and for um, that reason, I'm we will be watching pretty it for sure this podcast. that yeah. it's currently number one at the Korean box office. Really? Yeah. Wow. We have do you know? Okay, Nick, <laughs> the plot of this film, I don't know if you know what it is. It's okay. So it's a zoo goes broke and has to sell all their animals, uh, and then they have humans dress up in animal costumes and pretend to be the animals. Oh, I did see the trailer. Yeah, for that. yeah. It looks so bad. It looks so bad. I can't believe it's a movie. Let alone it's killing it at the box office. <laughs> yeah, I think it's made like eight million, and it's only out wow. in Korea or something. What if everyone in Korea has the personality of Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, I just don't know how to watch it yet. That's the problem. That's the only reason I haven't seen it. I love the Criterion. I love the fact that Parasite just like won Best Picture. So everybody's like, oh, we should check out more Korean films. What's hot right now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what's going on. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyways, I don't have a good segue for today's movie. But um, I guess I'm usually supposed to ask, how was your week? But I don't really care. How right. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay. Wow. Do you ever care, Carson? I don't. I just use it to fill time. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, how, how here's okay. I, I have I have the transition. Okay. Uh, Timmy Chalamet is in Wes Anderson's film, that and he's also in Lady Bird, and Lucas Hedges is in Lady Bird, and yeah. Lucas Hedges is also. That's not really a segue. In, that's just like a. That is six degrees for the of record. Separation. The only gap, the only like Venn diagram center. There was a better word to describe it, but the only thing bringing Grand Budapest Hotel and Honey Boy together was that Lucas Hedges was in both. Was briefly in both films. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was more in Honey. I forgot that he was in Grand Budapest. He was in a shot. I he was in a also shot. Forgot that. Yeah, nobody knows it really. That was a much cleaner way to connect the films that we were yeah. talking about than Lady Bird. <laughs> than mine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, we're talking about Honey Boy today. It is a movie that. Let me just get some water. Jeff, talk. All right, I'm going to... No, I'm going to drink coffee. Nick, you talk. Okay. Uh, I'm drinking water now. All right. Well, Honey Boy was a uh, movie that came out last year. It premiered at Sundance. That's how I found out about it, and I saw it at Sundance. But that was a while ago, so I rewatched it last night. Um, it's directed by Alma Harrell, 
or Harel. I'm not entirely sure on how to pronounce her last name. Up and coming filmmaker. It stars Shia LaBeouf and Noah Jupe and Lucas Hedges and FK Twigs. Um, <laughs> which a lot of people don't know about, but yeah, FK Twigs is in it. And it's basically, it's not apparently like a direct, uh, how do I put this? Like, it's not based off Shia's life directly, but it's loosely like that was his upbringing. So um, what you're saying, it was based on his life. It was based on his life, but not entirely, because <laughs> everybody says it is, and then he's made it clear in interviews that that's not exactly how it went down, but it, yeah, it basically is. Um, but yeah, Shia plays his dad, um, and Noah Jupe plays young Shia, and Lucas Hedges plays Shia LaBeouf dealing with it. But he's not actually Shia, because his not, name isn't Shia. He's not, his name's Otis in the movie, yeah. Yes. But you get the gist. Which is actually Shia backwards. <laughs> we all see we all thought about it for a second <laughs> um but yeah it's a this is probably the heaviest movie we've watched on the podcast i'd say i mean we watched synecdoche I mean, new york synecdoche new york's pretty heavy yeah that one was that one left me in a this one didn't leave me as like just mm -hmm. numb or yeah. dead and as also did. like kazam was pretty heavy <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, the genie, he was a tall guy. I'm assuming he weighed a lot of pounds, <laughs> so he was probably yeah. heavy. But <laughs> uh, I mean, Kazam left me more upset at the end of this film. Your first thought when we finished this film, Nick, was I didn't like that ending, which was not what I was expecting. Because, I mean, it's, it's kind of... I mean, we're, we're jumping forward a little bit. Yeah. Here, but... Uh, point is we don't think this is a perfect film mm -hmm. by any means i don't know how you feel jeff um i think it's it it's such a weird movie because i feel like and this brings me up to my first point it was made for like one person and that person was like shia LaBeouf. yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> and i'm i'm happy for him if this was i can imagine this was like a very therapeutic experience for him and like it helped it, he got healthier mm -hmm. through the process but i find it hard to relate to as someone who isn't Shia personally uh, right <clears throat> I I mean it's an interesting like character study of yeah a child star's experience yeah yeah but I am gonna agree with Nick that the ending was kind of not doing it for me okay how so well okay we will we'll get to that I, I kind of jumped the gun with that point but what did you think of my first opinion on this when I first saw it was that Shia was really great in the movie. I think, mm -hmm. you know, I thought he yeah. went so under, like, appreciated this whole season of awards. Like, I think all, the yeah. movie aside, I think he gave a terrific performance. I, um, yeah, I have always maintained, but not very publicly stated, that Shia LaBeouf is one of my favorite actors. You've never <laughs> made this clear before, so please. I, <laughs> We've yeah, never talked about it, this. It's because for a long time, that was like, oh, people would think that was a, like a, taboo thing to say uh-huh just because he was kind of you know he's crazy just yeah yeah so yeah but i mean i love shia labeouf yeah he's a great, he's a great actor he did a really good job and so did noah jupe noah jupe yeah he did amazing yeah noah jupe had a good year how old mm -hmm. is he he is currently uh 35 up. <laughs> okay so he's 14 <laughs> he's 14 years old Yep. The most eloquent 12-year-old I've ever... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's a little... Yeah. yeah, okay, wait a second. I 
thought he was in Ford v Ferrari. He's not. I you had an unbelievable swore. year. That's what, that's what <laughs> that's a dude. To say, yeah. Never mind. It, it's so unbelievable that it did not happen. Yeah, it I not the same swear kid. to God, who was the kid in Ford v Ferrari? <laughs> I remember sitting in that theater, being like, "Wow, man, good for him." Wow, great year for kids that look like this. Who yeah. was that kid in that movie? They don't list it. This year, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it was Noah Jupe. You know, without uh, a doubt in my mind, it was not Noah Jupe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the kid's name was? Yeah, he was. There he is. What? Peter Miles. I swear to God, it was. Yeah, it was him. But for some reason, it's not listed in his immediate. It's not listed on. Uh, All right. Google. At least. Great year for Noah. So yeah, great year for Noah. So, he was in two critically acclaimed films. Which one is a better dad movie? Ford v Ferrari or Honey I think Boy. we're defining dad movie differently in both <laughs> in each, it's, it's one, within the same question. One is a movie that questions the role of a dad, <laughs> and the other one. It's for dads. <laughs> Who's uh, wait, who, uh, <laughs> okay. I feel like Shia's dad in Honey Boy would have loved Four Beat Ferrari. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I think I'm trying to say. I think. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Um, but yeah, I think, honestly, while we're just on this topic, I think the Oscars blew it pretty hard with their supporting actors category. There were just so many between Willem Dafoe and Shia LaBeouf in this. I just feel like, you know... Uh, Anthony Hopkins did not need that nomination in the two popes, mm-hmm. even though I haven't seen the two yeah, popes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what do you? So you think this, like, he should have been nominated? Yeah, easily in my opinion. What do you think this should have received any other nominations? Best, I could see it getting like score, maybe. I really wanted. Yeah. I I was gonna touch. I really like the music in this. I did as well. And you know what i'll i'll toss it a, a screenplay recognition i mm-hmm. thought, really yeah i th- well there are some really cheesy moments mm-hmm. definitely and i wanted to bring that up there's some yeah. shia labeouf moments in there because shia wrote the script i believe and i think uh, that is painfully obvious painfully obvious yeah <laughs> yeah but um yeah I, aside from that i don't i don't know I, oh oh editing i thought the editing yeah i thought the editing movie was really was good. fantastic it yeah it, I, I that's something that stuck out to me. Absolutely, because within the first, the opening scene is uh, like it's like this montage of uh, basically Otis, his like awful period of time where he's like drinking mm-hmm. a lot and getting really angry, and this is all happening like on set. And the editing in that montage alone is amazing, and I think it just holds up, and it like it yeah goes so well with the rhythm of like the writing. Um, and keeps you invested. Yeah. I, I think it's a really well edited film. Um, yeah, yeah. I also think that it would have won for most lens flares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. A third I, of the movie took place <coughs> right before the sun went down. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, um, I uh, yeah. I I didn't think the cinematography was that great in this. Film. It wasn't bad mm-hmm. by any means, but it, there was. It wasn't doing much. I thought the color, yeah. the I'm, use of color was really good. Like, uh-huh. A lot of like, orange. Yeah, a lot of orange. And then, like, anytime FK Twigs was on screen, there was yeah. pink somewhere. Yeah, it's, yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I really liked, I really liked the use of color. But then, like, I agree. It was, like, all handheld, which yeah. is fine. Mm-hmm. And especially considering they only shot it in, like, 19 days. Yeah, yeah. But it was it, a 19-day shoot. But it definitely felt like it was a, a talking movie and not a, mm-hmm. a movie. Yeah. It was very yeah. screenplay heavy. Totally. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we also watched this Nick and I on our projector that we set up in our room. I watched it on a projector. Actually, no, I didn't. I was going to, and then I did not because it was too bright. Ah, uh, see. <laughs> Never mind. That, we I, should so, have done so that. I, I just lied. <laughs> um, but yeah, it really blew out the blacks, and we couldn't see a lot of the dark scenes. And I realized upon watching this, there are a lot of low-lit scenes in this film. Yeah. Um, but still, I, I think it turned out okay. Um, how was I going to... Okay, so we should talk about the ending. Because um, I think in the end, they kind of forgive the dad a little bit. Totally, and that's right. what I hated. Yeah. Yeah, it felt weird. Because it also felt like that lessened what you felt for... Am I, I guess... I'm trying to figure like Lucas Hedges character because it's not actually Shia, <laughs> but the older fake Shia, mm-hmm. Otis. That's the most confusing way I could have put. There we go. Just call him Otis. So yeah, that. But no, okay. So yeah, it felt like that the entire older Otis part was lessened because it sounded like him at twelve was starting to forgive his dad. Yeah. Yep. If that makes sense. Yeah. Be, uh, yeah. Because it's like they have that huge confrontation scene in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, I, I think the dad is realizing he messed up. Kind of. Not really. Yeah, he never acknowledges the fact that he, like, totally no. relapsed the night before and, like... Yeah. He just... He breaks down the same way young Otis does. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with them sharing a cigarette and him going, I got this weed that I'm growing. <laughs> and it ends there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, And I just... I don't... He's basically like explaining to him like his backstory. He's like, "You come from a family of alcoholics, so let's go check out this weed." It doesn't make a lot of sense, but yeah, it it ends in like a kind of unsatisfying way. I, I think mm-hmm. is what we can agree on. It it just felt like the the whole movie was waiting for that moment of like a good memory when the Otis was like, "Oh, I don't have a, a good memory mm-hmm. of you and me." When he's talking to the dad, and yeah. then it tries mm-hmm. to make that like scene where, where Shia LaBeouf is smoking weed with his twelve-year-old son, like yeah. a good moment. Yeah, but it just felt weird, especially since he relapsed the night before, and he admitted earlier in the movie that like weed was a problem for him. Yeah, it was yeah. just like uncomfortable. Right, that's true. But here's here was my defense of this choice. Yeah, is I think it would be like not realistic for shia to to completely bash his dad out like that and unforgive him because i think in real life he's learned to forgive his father for certain things i think a lot of like the therapy that shia learned is to acknowledge the past and not necessarily let go of it but learn how to deal with those issues because i think it's it's made clear by the end that he's not going to change his dad and his dad isn't going to change mm-hmm. his dad's just going to be like that and yeah. and it's now he instead of trying to change that he's got to learn to accept it and act accordingly to that rather than build a different narrative in his head and i think mm-hmm. that's what's so like kind of brave about the movie is that it doesn't like completely destroy this dad by the end it just says like this. This is what's. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem though is that they said that in the movie. Yeah. Word for word. <laughs> yeah. There's that one scene where he's just like they overtly say that instead yep. of saying it like in a more artful, artful way. Yeah. I for one didn't like the part of the ending where 
I think it was completely unnecessary when Lucas Hedges leans to him and goes, I'm gonna make a movie about you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, man, that's Shia LaBeouf. Right. He, just he was already Shia. writing the movie yep. yeah. in the movie. Yep, yep. I'm like, that sucks. But, yeah, because I think Shia wrote this while in that program that uh, Lucas was okay. attending. And, mm-hmm. Like, he wrote it in therapy. It's uh, kind of like Little Women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly like Little Women. Lucas Hedges, master of being in, well, he wasn't in Little Women. He was in Lady Bird. But, uh, yeah. that That's my take on the ending. Um, but I think for the most part, I, I'm... With, a lot of people are, like, praising... I, I think Alma Harrell, Harrell, like, as a director, she, like, was able to make this environment where they can act and be vulnerable like this, and I think that's super talented. I'm just... I don't know what she's going to do next. Because mm-hmm. this was clearly, like, kind of Shia's movie. So I'm curious, like, what her route is or style. Yeah. I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited, though. I thought yeah, she did yeah. a good job, especially considering, like, I know you're going to touch on it later, but it, it was a micro-budget film. They yeah. Did it so quickly. Yep. Yeah. As usual, we bring up mm-hmm. the 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 finances, financial stuff of these movies. Uh, and this one had a budget of, like, $3 million. And it made so far in the box office six million, which mm-hmm. is really good. I mean, like six million is not a hit because I didn't. I I know this movie wasn't like a big hit, but they made their money back, which is good. They made their money back, and yeah. for like a three million dollar movie, yeah. that is. Yeah. I mean, they doubled it. They doubled so it. Yeah. If the, so that means if the budget was three hundred million, they would have made six hundred million dollars. <laughs> Very good, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, we do math on this podcast. Um, the math cast. Uh, they just spend it all on like the scene of him getting pied. They just like <laughs> explosions behind him. Um, this movie, yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, it's also like a doing pretty. It just got released on Amazon Prime, and apparently it's like kind of a hit. Like it's charting on their site, and oh like, really? A lot of people. I think a lot of people wanted to see this movie really badly. It's the it's the Karst cast bump. <laughs> yeah, we announced we were watching it on Twitter, and everyone decided to go. Your your post on Letterboxd about uh, hoping that yeah your, yeah your plug would be one of the top reviews for the movie is like the fifth review. Yep, for I, the know. Movie. Yeah. I know. Yeah, <laughs> people liked yeah. it because of that, and everyone in the comments was like, "Dude, we got to spread the word about the podcast." <laughs> so I'm like, "All right." Yeah. Um, yeah it's yeah. Yeah, it's actually annoying because Karsten also has the number one review for Ishtar. <laughs> and it's not a good review from what I remember. No. It's, and also you only gave it like three and a half stars. Yep. Where all the other reviews are like five star explaining why. Yeah, they're all Ishtar. like, I love it. Yeah. And you just wrote like one sentence. <sighs> yep. And it has like ten times more likes. Than <laughs> it's sad. But I didn't ask for this. Yep. Um, I also, I have never. Okay, this is my, this is my last point about the movie. Uh, but I, I've never understood why it's called Honey Boy. I just thought it was a cool name. Does anybody else have any idea on why it's called Honey Boy? Uh, like, do you have the real reason? Well, I have my theory, my analysis of it. I mean, he calls him Honey Boy in the film. Okay. Yeah, okay, right, yeah. Now we're ready for your theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I have. I think it's like, it, he, Honey is sticky. Mm-hmm. He is a boy. 
and a lot of the what happened around him as a child sticks to him and makes him the person he grows up to be you know mm-hmm. he's like it's like he is a, a boy like a honey boy <laughs> covered in honey and everything that stuck to him as a child has now is what he turned into that is my analysis. Um, and I that's like that. Honey. Yeah. It's possible that <laughs> it's, that might be most movies. Well, <laughs> I just think Honey Boy, that's a creative title. I, I agree. I, I like the title. I never questioned yeah, the title. I don't know where his dad grew up, but uh-huh. from Shia's portrayal, it sounded kind of Southern. Uh-huh. And I think that people in the South just say Honey a lot. Oh, uh, they might. They Yeah, they probably do. Honey Boy. So I feel like just Honey, yeah. That that probably might So that's be my theory. Reason. Yeah. Well, this is <laughs> Nick. What's your theory on Honey Boy? Yeah, no, on the the title. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, I I think it's because the dad calls him Honey Boy. Maybe it has some significance yeah, right. to Shia. Right. Right. I feel like the movie was totally made for Shia, so I <laughs> that's understandable. But right. it was a really good movie. I loved like a lot. Of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd give it like a four, four and a half out of five. Four and a half uh, out of five. Out, Jesus four Christ! Out five, four that's, out of five. You loved that movie. Four out of five. But. Yeah, uh, but I'm pretty sure a lot of it just like are like little inside jokes to Shia, mm-hmm. including yeah. Honey Boy. It's possible. I mean, I don't know if I would say jokes, but inside yeah, teasing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This film though does make me like thinking about the time that Shia simul- like consecutively watched all of his films in a row. <laughs> yeah. No, because if you think about like what he was thinking about during that, it felt like you know on the surface level he was just watching all of his films. Yeah. But what's actually on screen is such a small part of his personal experience in all of those films. Yeah, yeah. And like if this is you know kind of his background, it's like thinking about his earlier films. Yeah. It changed like whole. It's kind of yeah. It yeah. It's definitely changed my perspective on Shia for the record. I I don't look at him. Mm-hmm. The, I haven't mm-hmm. looked at him the same definitely, since I saw yeah. him at Sundance. I've been just like. This man is. I'm just happy for him now. Absolutely, because he seems so much better right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's so obvious that he was just like tortured as a kid. Yeah, dude. Like there, it's there's really like sad. a few scenes that absolutely were like yeah. really gut wrenching. Like the the right. argument, like the, the, the phone. phone scene. The mm-hmm. phone, yeah. yeah. That, one was like, that one was tough. That was such a interesting scene. Like mm-hmm. I've never seen that before. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That was I, I. Yeah, that one was one of my probably one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Especially because oh, hey, like yeah. Just like the the idea of like making him like act out mm-hmm. and like use the inflection mm-hmm. that the mom is saying and yep. like they're having right. oh it was just absolutely it's brutal. Fantastic. Yeah. Um and plus it's just so sad when you think about like how that's that scene started with like good news. Mm-hmm. That like he got this mm-hmm. movie and it just ends with like him essentially getting kicked out of their home yeah. so that his dad can yell. Right. It's, it's just so sad. It's it definitely yeah. like is a, a metaphor for how his absolutely was as a yeah. whole just like getting ripped apart yeah that's the thing there's moments like that that feel so smart and artfully done and where it's not like thrown in your face and then there's yeah. other moments that are just really cringy right <laughs> it, like that one where i'm like oh maybe shia is a genius screenwriter <laughs> and then there's and the then one it's like he... him sitting in the pool with his dad and he's like i'm gonna make a movie about this <laughs> <laughs> He's literally at and the he's therapy. Like, and this, this part's in the movie. Yeah. And this part. And this part. There's a line when he's like in the program that's so, it really just made, he was like, I think all of our lives are movies when you think about it. And I was like, oh, no. And, and he had that. already said that like like two or two scenes before. Yeah. yeah. In, in like a better way. They should have just yep. left it. Yep. But. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, I I will. This was my second time seeing it. I already mentioned that, and I think I liked it a little bit more on my second view. To be honest, now that I just I could, because my my problem with this movie is that because it's kind of loose. It's like before mm-hmm. this, I couldn't remember a lot of the specific scenes. It just it doesn't have much of a structure to it. It's just right one yelling. It flows really well though. It that's the thing though. It flows, but it's hard to like grasp on yeah, any part of it. In the moment, you do not. It does not lose your attention. And I owe a lot of that mm-hmm. to the editing, a lot of that to the script, and to the performances, which are all mm-hmm. the performances fantastic. are fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I... Especially compared to the bling ring. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, people were getting mad at me about the bling ring. Like, there was on Letterboxd, there was a really I there saw was, that. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. Um, well, yeah, I'm gonna give this a four out of five. I think I agree. A four out of five for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go four out of five, but I'm like in the Nick range where it's like close to a four and a half, but not quite. Damn, yeah. it's more four and a half than three and a half, but four understood understood all right well check out honey boy it's on amazon prime um want to get into some questions guys you made that sound like an ad for amazon prime (laughs) (laughs) now amazon prime is a place where you uh doesn't matter to me where you see it it's also (laughs) i guess i don't know if it's on amazon prime in all countries we have a very international audience we do yeah um okay moving on to some questions these come from the subreddit r slash carscast uh if you would like to get in on fun memes fun questions much much more well there's not yeah, there's nick, not do you a like lot memes more. do you like memes nick uh i am a meme connoisseur myself yes. he does actually he yeah scrolls do you like memes that are almost exclusively about carson and i <laughs> i don't think i have a lot of experience with those kind of memes <laughs> i'm really excited to partake with absolutely the first time. Okay, so we're going to get into some questions. This first one comes from Jimmy Seinfeld. It is favorite mammal. These are the kind of questions we answer. Favorite mammal. <laughs> mammal, yeah. Um, uh, I didn't think this one through. I, I, you know, I'm going through a sheep phase right now. I really... That sounds weird when you say it. <laughs> 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 well, it's the truth. I, uh, I really like sheep. I think they're great animals. Yeah. So, um, maybe dolphin. Dolphin. Dolphins are pretty cool, man. Yeah, that's an interesting choice. That's a very you know from Florida. Florida. They, they were behind my say, house yeah. sometime. Yeah. Well, he gave a very Florida answer, and you gave a very. I grew up on a farm in yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it's just the truth. I think sheep are just they're so soft. They're very friendly, unless you get on their bad side, and that's your own fault. Yep. Um, and they're just cute. So. Based on since we're giving answers based on like where we live, we both know Nick grew up like yeah. I guess north. my favorite mammal. It, yeah, I would say a poodle. A poodle. Wow. I'm gonna say like just a just a golden retriever. You guys, I hate both of you so much. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite mammal is an ocelot. I'll have you know. Fuck you. I don't know. I just trying to think of the most exotic shit after, I got, after I got Poodle and yeah. Golden Retriever. Yeah. The whitest kid on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Dude, do you see the sweatshirt you have on? And Nick has Me? on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that That's like the whitest album in the world. <laughs> 
All right, Mr. Ishtar, are you kidding me? Are you really shooting shots at me right yeah. now? Yeah, so just for people who cannot see you, which is literally everyone listening to this, it's uh, Antlers, it's uh, Hospice. Dude, I, yeah, you've shown by me the Antlers. songs yeah. from that album. It's pretty white. I'm it's, not going to lie. It's pretty white, but <laughs> it's I'm It's a getting, good album, though. I'm getting hate from Mr. <laughs> Frosted Tips over here <laughs> and Columbia AirPods wearing Jeff. <laughs> no, I'm going to say I like that album. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Which I, is further evidence that it's I super totally white. Agree. Yeah. I totally agree. You taking shots? Yeah. I, I'm just getting bullied on the, pod, on the podcast right yeah. now. <laughs> Golden Retriever. Well, what them. is your favorite mammal? Oh, yeah. It's totally a dog. I love dogs. <laughs> 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 Maybe like a, like a husky. Husky's wow. adorable. Yeah, that was the... That was some white shit. Mm. That was some white shit. Hey, yeah. I mean, um, well, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about earlier about favorites? I guess, well, never mind. We were talking about favorite movies. Mm-hmm. But you got good taste in movies, so. Thanks, man. I appreciate uh, it. That's such a movie podcast. <laughs> what were we talking about earlier? Our favorite something. Oh, favorite <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> movies. Uh, okay. So those are those answers. Uh, moving on. This next one comes from DeQuellen. Uh, it is, are there any actors or actresses that you're scared of? Like, you wouldn't interact with them if you saw them. There's a few for me. Um... I mean, I'm I I like, I'm scared of them as people, or like I'm scared of them because of their performance. I'd say more of like people, like they just like seem like people that would like intimidate. They seem a little intimidating. Like Joaquin Phoenix seems like a good guy, but like someone who would not like me. I totally agree. You if know, you, if you saw Joaquin Phoenix on yeah. the sidewalk and you said hi, right. he would not take it well. No, he definitely like Dude, wouldn't. Hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just I just came up with mine midway through your sentence. Yeah, and you felt the need to Mark share it Wahlberg. immediately. Mark Wahlberg would not get along with us. No, what? Mark Wahlberg is such a bro. Yeah, he'd He's... get along with you. You and Mark uh, Wahlberg would vibe. Yeah, you'd be. I think he would just punch me. He would look at me, <laughs> punch me in the face. Jeff, I can see that. Yeah, Jeff would not get along with Mark Wahlberg. I would change my entire personality to make it work. Yeah, you would just you'd you'd get along with him. Yeah, he's, he just seems yeah. like a nice guy. Yeah, I don't think he's. Yeah, I don't know. He. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he have like a pretty extensive criminal record? I think so. I don't know if it's extensive. <laughs> <laughs> like I think that he like assaults people sometimes. Uh, uh, I think I did read that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, when he was a kid, I don't think he. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know how recently it is. You know what though? I'm just. I'm really just throwing allegations out there. I, I totally. So I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say the word allegedly, and also <laughs> I have not investigated this enough to really make definitive statements on whether or not I would feel threatened by Mark Wahlberg. It feels like the only Mark Wahlberg movie Jeff has seen is Pain and Gain. <laughs> like, he seems like the kind of guy who assaults we, yeah. people. We we just watched Boogie Nights like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. He seemed pretty nice in that one. Um. I, uh, you know, I'm gonna say, uh, you, I'm gonna say someone who seems nice, who on the surface might look like scary or mean, mm-hmm. and that's Christopher Nolan. I think Christopher Nolan looks like he is a genuinely good guy. Mm-hmm. He seems very harmless. Also, a lot of I think this is not as popular anymore, but Martin Scorsese looks like the most wholesome dude. Yeah, and I can I can for someone who makes very hardcore masculine <laughs> movies, like, yeah. And I could definitely vibe with anyone who like closes their eyes during an Eminem concert. Like, yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. I, I just appreciate that. Um, someone who does seem mean, I feel like Spike Lee. 
I would not get along. He, I agree. Well, we know the story about our friend Nahal. Yeah. Who got yeah. <laughs> Nahal was on the podcast, right? He was. He was I don't think earlier. we should just like publicly Yeah, he was on like the third episode. Yeah. But it's like a year ago. Yeah. Anyways. Um Ellen seems mean. Ellen seems like one of the worst people. Ellen seems mean in like a fake way. Yeah, she just seems we're yeah. just destroying any possible. So insincere. I know that's what I was about to say. Like this question, <laughs> we're just like throwing allegations about people that we well, do not know. The thing about Ellen, I yeah, that's the thing. All of this is just speculatory. The thing about Ellen, though, I've heard a lot of people online say like interning for her is not great. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't seem like a type of person that respects interns. You yeah, know, if that makes sense. Uh, you know what though I think we've just ruined our chance of Ellen ever being on our oh, podcast oh definitely definitely <laughs> <laughs> what, what about Adam Driver do you think Adam if you saw Adam Driver on the street would he be Adam like, Driver I, he would be quiet but in a respectful way I would understand I'd be, be like respectful yeah, and want yeah, to move on with his day yeah I, you know what I mm-hmm. take it back there is a video of Adam Driver like jamming out to a car seat headrest at one of their concerts really and he looks like he's having a blast i think adam driver is just reserved i think he has lines that he draws Mm -hmm. where you can't cross those lines but i I mean if you respect his boundaries he seems like a really great guy i definitely agree if you respect his boundaries it just feels like he's like a moody guy like it yeah you have to catch him in a really good that's just his way yeah that's what he does yeah i my issue with adam driver is that every single like celebrity like face matching thing says i look like adam driver (laughs) I see it a little bit, but not... Right, not really. Not in, no, no. No, it's, it's like maybe 30%. If that, I mean... That's, that's really my only... That's, to yourself, yeah, that's my only thoughts on Adam Driver. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. We'll, we'll finish it up with this last one, which is uh, from Nathan121704. Man, there must have been a lot of Nathan u- usernames for him to get to that number. <laughs> Uh, what movie do you wish to see with a live orchestra? This could be movies from a while ago or movies that are coming out soon. Um, so, I sorry, I'm gonna need you to repeat the question okay. because right after you said Nathan username, I thought of the best Nathan username, <laughs> and it's Nathan. <laughs> it's Nathan. Nathan for username. Uh. Yeah. No, Nick, you have to clap as well. All right. Anyways, what was the question? I actually that wasn't a bit though. I didn't hear it. What movie did you wish to see with a live orchestra? This movie could be from a while ago or movies that are coming out soon. So I'll answer. I have an answer ready for this. La La Land would be. Ooh, that's a oh yeah, that's a good answer. Unbelievable experience. And I know they've done it. They did it at the the Hollywood Dome or Bowl or whatever it's called a few years ago when it was popular. And it looks they had like dancers out too. It looked fantastic that's so, awesome that's that a, that's my choice wow yep i would pay a lot of money to see that if the tickets you were like 200 dollars, yeah. <laughs> i would pay 200 dollars. yeah you probably would have to in my opinion so yeah mm-hmm. any other choices jeff nick <laughs> what would your choice be i don't know <laughs> you know this is a great time to bring up the fact that nick hasn't seen whiplash 
I haven't seen Whiplash. <laughs> I love La La Land. I was thinking Whiplash, but I was like, that doesn't really make sense because it's them doing the music on the screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, that that's why I'm like Whiplash. Wait, that doesn't make any it's sense. Just a play They'd have to at like sync their yeah. like... <laughs> I'm just watching the performers. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Nick, you haven't seen Whiplash. No, I haven't seen Whiplash. I hear I hear pretty good things. Yeah, it's very good. I actually hadn't seen it until we did it for this podcast. Yeah. Okay, so I shouldn't feel um, too bad. I think the no, you should Seven Samurai Orchestra Live would be pretty awesome mm-hmm. too. Uh, just to name some, Sound of Music, not Sound of Music, but uh, uh, what's it called? Dance, singing in the Rain would be fun but that's just again these are just this is just a musical at that point yeah Yeah, but i mean like you i feel like at some point i feel like the best ones would be the the cool like the bigger orchestra yeah 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 yeah. so like Mm -hmm. so stuff like musicals la la land is obviously good Mm -hmm. because it's a musical i love to see like some legendary like composer like john williams or like alexander it would be cool to see like inception inside yeah any like star wars or star wars yeah Okay. <laughs> you said Star Wars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a plug in my laptop. I'm gonna give you some time to think about an answer. All right, awesome. As well as Jeff. Jeff is just you and me, man. Man, okay. So my answer was so bad that he just disregarded it. <laughs> you, uh, you, for me, you just He's said like... it so quietly. I, I didn't even hear it. Boom. Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty bad answer. I'm not gonna lie. That's not what I said. I said the the original Star Wars. The original the OG. Hey guys, I'm back. I was grabbing some M and M's too. You need some sugar. Yeah, you need to. You we I like those are very audible. They're like clinking around in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> I think that's all we got. I like how you couldn't wait to get the M and M's. Like this is gonna be done in less than ten minutes. <laughs> like, you know what? I was really. I'm gonna have to chew on these real quick. I'm gonna down these. You guys keep. You know what? It was an let's, M and emergency. <laughs> while we bring this up, um, let's just move on to our outro, shall we? Um, Speed Racer. That's my new answer. That would be cool. For, that would be cool. For what? You know what? Toy Story. All three of them. Four of them. For next week. Oh yeah. For no, not for next week. For um. No, for orchestra. You want to see oh, with the yeah. live orchestra? orchestra thing? Up, up. Up would be. Cool. Up would be so up would good. Be beautiful. Yeah. 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 Um. Really, like any Pixar film. Yeah. Monsters, Inc. Not Cars. Fuck Cars. And everything about <laughs> no, it. No, I want Cars. <laughs> I just want them to have, like, a one microphone that it, this, like on a stage in front of the screen. And it's just Owen Wilson doing a live reading of all of his lines. <laughs> um, People would pay to see that. Yeah. Okay. We're going to move on to our closure, which is uh, closing, conclusion. Our closure. closure. <laughs> uh, which is meme of the week first. Uh, we have a few good ones. Um, I'm trying to see. Uh, I liked the one that was... Um, uh, 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 okay, well, the one that got the most likes was in honor of the Oscars. And it was Parasite wins Best Picture. And Karsten is the guy from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs Crying. Uh, cause I cried on the live stream. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which you, you did. I did. I, and, I, then, I, and then after for a little bit. I was too. a little too drunk. <laughs> I, I started crying. Yeah, you kept... Cl- I knew you were drunk because you kept saying, like, in the eight minutes I was watching, you were like, I'm not drunk. Well, because yeah. people kept saying in the comments, he's so drunk. Because you were so visibly Because drunk. you were. <laughs> All right. Like, I like you thought you were fooling everyone. I did. Okay, I'm going to let you uh, scroll through these, Nikolai, chewing these M&Ms. For, for best meme? Mm-hmm. Um... Whatever, wait, I saw one that said, oh yeah, I'm not complaining, I love hearing Jeff talk about baseball and alarms for 10 minutes, and then the <laughs> meme says something about cool bug facts, and it just, you guys had bug facts earlier in this podcast, yep. but this meme was posted a day ago, so. Yep, yep. Well, obviously it's not from people, no one's hearing this yet. No. I know, yeah. but the, just, you guys got called out. You yeah, really but, so then. Nick, right, be, like, about 10 seconds before we started recording, I was like, you've never listened to this, right? And you were like, yeah, I haven't. I've, I've and I feel it. like I've heard, you seeing. I've heard one side of a few episodes while I've been here. Last night, yeah, I yeah. It's not. I like yeah. to uh, listen to the podcast after I upload it, which is so not what you're supposed <laughs> to do. But it's like I don't know why it's not until after it's up and people are also listening that I'm like, you know what? I want to see what it sounds like. And so I listened to the last episode. You really did go on about baseball. For way too long. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say about baseball? I am aware. Was, I said a lot about baseball. Said, I went into like advanced statistics. What was so irritating about listening to it? It wasn't irritating in the moment, but it just, it's like I keep going and the bling ring. And then Jeff is like, I have all these statistics planned for how to win baseball games. And then he goes into it. And then I'm like, so the I, I bling talked, ring. And then yeah. Jeff, is, he does it again. And I'm like, so intentional catcher's interference. Yep. If used in a specific way. Did you just like w- recently watch Moneyball or like was this? No, no. we should watch Moneyball. Okay, I, I've no, never seen it. So. I have an idea. You guys should watch the new Despicable Me movie coming out. You? It is this. It is the second prequel. <coughs> the first prequel to the Despicable Me's are the. It was the Minions movie. Uh huh. And then there was Despicable Three after that. Despicable yep. Me Three. But the new Despicable Me movie where Gru is a kid looks incredible. I'm just saying right there. I'm in complete. So that had nothing to do with. <laughs> I know, well, because you were pitching anything. Moneyball, and I thought I, I wouldn't get a chance. I, would, I was waiting for this incredible. to come back around to baseball. I can't believe. I thought like, oh, the the minions form a baseball team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we haven't brought this up yet. Nick and I went to Universal Studios on Oscar Sunday, and we went on Minion Mayhem, the Minions ride. The Minion ride. It was so good. It was really good. I'm not gonna lie. It was a great ride. But it was just a vibrating. You chair. admitted to us in line that you watched the, <laughs> you, that you watched the Minions movie alone one afternoon. No, I, well, yeah, I've done that. But the, what I did say was I I rewatched Despicable Me one, uh, the, the yeah. OG one. Um, well, we'll get to those movies eventually. Okay. You know. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, what was the question? What was the meme? We were on meme of the week. I'm gonna go bug facts um, for meme of the week. Bug facts from Nathan. Also, Nathan one two one seven zero four. Yeah. Okay. So, but so the Norwegian painter I mentioned last episode. Oh yeah. Someone has a book of their works. Which shout out to user C zero M V. I mean, this is definitely meant to be read as a word. I'm as I got yeah, halfway yeah. through it. But <laughs> com com Vader. There you go. Yep. Com Vader. Yeah, that's cool. That those paintings look cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Petter Balke. 
I mean, it's Norwegian, so my pronunciation's not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, that's what we got, though. There's also the movie poster for Jeff's dream. <laughs> it's good Photoshop. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. You yeah, do look big. like that right you do, now. You do. <laughs> you, you, are, you do. Dude, that guy is way more jacked than I am. <laughs> and he's not that jacked, so... <laughs> Yeah, he's like slightly above average Jack, and I am medium below average Jack. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's meme of the week. Next up, we have a recommendation of the week. I'm gonna recommend going on the Harry Potter experience when you go to Universal Studios. Uh, Do you guys have a recommendation? It's anything that isn't a movie. Anything that anything that isn't literally anything that's not a movie. Um. Jeff, what do you recommend? Jeff, so I have only successfully done this segment like a third of the time. <laughs> I'm always, I always have it. And every time we do it, Jeff looks around even, the room. Why have we still kept it? Our ending of this podcast takes like 25 yeah, we minutes. Should we should just scrap recommendation. We should just scrap it. Okay, I have a recommendation. We should. Okay. You should see the Dynasty typewriter show at the Dynasty Theater. Good one. Very, yeah. very funny. Yep, yep. Okay. And Jeff so it's a comedy. Can you can you describe it in a couple words? Just because it sounds like you're just staring at a typewriter. Um, it is a uh, there there is a typewriter on stage, mm-hmm. but it's more of just like a secondary prop. It's a bunch of up and coming stand up comedians yep. doing incredibly funny. Jokes. Demi, and I'm not going to butcher his last name from Letterbox performed, mm. and he was hilarious. He had it was one of the best comedy sets I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Um, so shout out to him. He he was amazing. Uh, it's a good recommendation, Nick. You're single handedly reviving the segment. <laughs> right as we said, we were gonna cut it. Absolutely. Uh, I want to um, keep it in there for next week for you guys. Yeah. So Jeff, are you just I've gonna skip? Watch the. F- yeah. So what what won best feature documentary? American um, Factory. Yeah. The Obama. Okay, that's what I thought. I've watched the first half of it, okay. and the first half is good. Okay. The I'll... first half is good, but have you seen any of the other ones? It just felt like, oh, no, no, say it, say it. It this just is the felt movie like, podcast. yeah. All right, so American Factory. It just felt like they gave it the Oscar because it was the the Obama one or the American one. It was like I, I no. It felt like kind of an Oscar subject for sure. Yeah, because it, it's it's not it's it's just it's a very it's the middle of America. It's kind of the entire. It's a metaphor for the entire American economy mm-hmm. in terms of the you know disintegration of, of union jobs in the midwest yeah and then like giving them these other jobs that are like similar to what they used to do but they make half as much money it, um, it's really and the yeah, it's a good movie yeah it, it's definitely deserved yeah to be no i just, i'm gonna tonight i'm gonna watch the second half you're gonna watch the second half dude i watched the first half last night in it. you will not believe what happens <laughs> uh okay it's, uh, uh I, was, I was gonna move on yeah cool um, we'd like to read our review of the week from Chartable. There aren't a lot of new reviews, to be honest. <laughs> but I'd still like to give a shout-out to... Uh, this one comes from Ofo, J-F-J-F. It, subject line, cool podcast, five stars, and it reads, podcast cool. So, thank you. Nice. That's awesome. Um, and lastly, we'd like to shout-out our patrons. Uh, Can you have Nick read the list? No, no. Not not this <laughs> because I like reading the list. <laughs> um, 
If you would like to become a patron and get a shout out like we're about to do, just go to patreon.com slash carscast where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, which we will have one very soon. Uh, Q&As, shout outs like we're about to do, and even Google Hangouts, which we will do sometime this month. Um, it's a great time. We really appreciate all you guys. And these are the names. Shout out to Alex Davis, Allison Grace, Boat, Connor Holmes, Ethan Kell, Hannah E. Happy birthday, by the way. Holly Edwards, Iva, Joshua Quizwicki, Josie Eiler, June Australian Winter, Luke Hillis, Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Michael Chantieri, Olivia Robinson, Ready Steady Ernie, Sergio Palacio, Sophia Arieta, T. Sizzle, and Vegard Strom. We really appreciate you guys. We are like, yeah. we're like Nick does too. I, I do appreciate them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're halfway to our goal, our Patreon goal of $200 where we can buy microphones. Or at least I'm going to use my money to buy us some new microphones for us to use. Uh, to sound better because I sound like shit. <laughs> the echo in this room is also shit. So we're going to – the sound is going to get better eventually. Don't worry. Um, yeah. What you guys have to do is uh, sew together a lot of sweaters and then suspend them over you while you're recording. <laughs> yes. Um, well, that's about it. It was – there was a lot to talk about this week. Um, what are we sitting at? With our, our good friend, With our Nick. our friend, Nick. Yeah, Nick. Nick. Oh, Nick, you want to see if anyone wants to follow you on Instagram or something? Yeah, Plug absolutely. Projects. Yeah. Nick, by the way, is the DP behind Keychain, my short film coming out. This is true. He did a great job. So Thanks. I really and he'll appreciate be, Yeah, he's awesome. We're making another one in the spring. We're making another one in the spring. It's uh, going to be a lot so of fun. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. I would love to. In Chicago? Yes. Jeff, you should be a part of it. Can I be the keychain? <laughs> yeah, it's a sequel to a movie that isn't out yet. <laughs> um, yeah, follow me on Instagram, Nicholas underscore Emmanuel. You can find it. I'm tagged on, on many of my posts. On, on yeah, you are, but how do you spell that? Uh, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S underscore E-M-M-A-N-U-E-L-E. Yes. Thanks, thanks Just for like that. that. Yeah, he's also very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. I really appreciate that. Of course. I'll let uh, you know when I'm in the market. <laughs> uh, Jeff, would you like to plug anything this week? I mean, not really. Nick uh, had a short that he shot that premiered at a comedy show in Chicago yesterday. I didn't actually make it out to see it, but it sounded great. I watched it last night. You, you showed me. Is it available online yet? No, not yet. It, last okay. night was a, a test screening after Fudge at... At IO. At IO yeah. Theater in Chicago. At IO. That could be our recommendation. Go to Fudge at IO every yeah. Tuesday. I think I've recommended that a couple times yeah. already. Okay. Definitely do it. Uh, I go like probably once a month. Yep. Um, okay. Sweet. Well, Jeff. Well, Nick. Jeff. Nick, do you, do you guys have any anything else to say? Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Thanks for having me on and uh, catch you on the flip side. Flip side.